episode 107. I want to thank y'all for tuning in on this Sunday night in June of 2018. The nice thing about podcasts, who knows when you'll be listening to this. You could be listening to this 10 years from now. It's just the beauty of podcasts. Uh, also, the strangeness of podcasts is that uh, uh, the show three three shows back, uh, 103, four shows back, 103, is still climbing the charts. Normally, the new shows replace each other at the top of downloads, but that show just keeps going and going. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I think you love Jimmy Pryor. That's part of it. But uh, Clean Slate was also on it, which was uh, John Lucart Doc. So I think that might be part of it, too. Cause, uh, Doc has a lot of fans up in uh, north central Iowa. So that could be it, too. But, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you to all listeners and people all over the world downloading the Iowa Blue Showcase. We appreciate it very much. All right, tonight uh, is the first part of a two-part show. It's the uh, the uh, Bad Boys of the Blues live at the Gathering Place in Cherokee, Iowa. That's going to take some explaining. <laughs> uh, there was a 10-year period where I kind of disappeared from central Iowa. I was uh, working up in northwest Iowa teaching at several different schools, uh, during the day, teaching art, and at night I was teaching uh, history at Buena Vista University, and I used to run a, a, a blues. Uh, I used to do blues in school uh, when I first got up there, and, and I'd recruit Rob Lombard and Big Daddy Dennis Kane to come on up to uh, to play. Oh, also Frank Strong. Uh, they'd come up and uh, play for the schools that I was teaching at, and it was kind of cool. Uh, for some reason, when I got up to Lorenz, I stopped doing that stuff. I uh, also uh, had my own band, uh, started, uh, restarted the Tom Gary Blues Band. I'm not sure when I restarted that. Matter of fact, I don't even remember how that all came about. Um, kind of strange. <laughs> I know I was playing with Eric a lot and sitting in with him and then somehow I got hooked up with a bunch of people in Cherokee and uh, we used to practice at a place called the Gathering Gathering Place um, and uh, next thing you know it was a band I think maybe it was a jam up there maybe but anyway, most of the cats that are on this, Jimmy Davis and, um, um, hang on. I got to go grab something. Like I said, we do this stuff live. How you doing? I'm back. The beauty of podcasting is you can do it whatever way you like. <laughs> there are no rules. There are no rules in podcasting. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, th these are the guys that, uh, that if, if you bought uh, yesterday and today, and if in Russia you downloaded illegally about 100,000 copies of this, then this is the CD. These are the guys that played on most of it. So it's... Uh, Jimmy Davis is on guitar, Don DeMars on bass, Paul Sleezer on drums, and uh, and me on piano. And I think, like I said, I think it was a jam session up there at the Gathering Place. We, I used to hang out there uh, when they started doing a jam there. And then next thing you know, uh, the guy that was uh, that that owned the Gathering Place, he decided he he was a a, a bass player and he was gonna play guitar. And Don DeMars who uh, lived in Storm Lake with me, uh, played bass, and Paul, old Kansas City cat. That uh, uh, It's funny, he, he went to Kansas City after I left, and he went down there, and he was down there for about five years on his own. Uh, 
playing uh, with almost everybody I played with. So it was real comfortable playing with him. And we had a nice little band and played together for maybe two, three years. And then, uh, like all good things, comes to an end. A lot of it because there just aren't a whole lot of gigs. I mean, we we play the gathering place, uh, you know, uh, once every other month or so. And uh, and then and that was good. And we were really well practiced. We put in a lot of work, so the band was tight. I think we played at, at BV, played Storm Lake uh, at the big Fourth uh, of July uh, festival. And we opened for the Hoop Snakes out there on the lake one night, and uh, uh, and and we also did a lot of shows with Eric Hovey. Uh, the the both of our bands would play because we were really the only blues bands up there in, in that part of Iowa. Uh, so anyway, this is a, a live show that was recorded by Jimmy at the Gathering Place. I think he just had a couple mics set up in the back of the room. Uh, but it is kind of cool. It uh, just captures that uh, period of time when I was not around here. <laughs> so anyway, I uh, hope that you enjoy this. is cool. It'll be, it's going to be two shows because it's just too long. Um but uh, I hope that uh, you enjoy listening to what I call the fourth version of the Tom Gary Blues Band playing live in Cherokee, Iowa in 2007 on the Iowa Blues Showcase.
related to the illustrious Dr. Tommy. He's a cousin of mine, and uh, in the family, he's a he's a big legend because he was the first Gary probably to get a college degree, and not only did he get a college degree, he went ahead and got an MD. So it's pretty impressive. And then the rest of us just have master's degrees on the other side of the Gary family, so we're kind of, we're kind of slackers over there. <laughs> All right, we're going to do one of these really, really old, old blues songs. Uh, probably one of the oldest ones. It's uh, called Stagger Lee. It's about uh, a guy that uh, was gambling and got cheated and decided to get even with somebody. So. Mm -hmm. The night was clear and the moon was yellow and the leaves came tumbling down.
you to give a chance to study the blues and learn about old, old blues songs. And uh, W.C. Handy is credited with the first published blues song, and this is probably one of the first ones that he ever wrote. And uh, it's kind of a ragtime number called Mr. Crump.
Um, this is another original. This is a this is a, t a song called Second Best, and uh, one of the themes of tonight is uh, going to be disastrous love affairs, and I'm not exactly been a winner at that. So it's good for the blues, because then that that means you write good blues songs, I guess. But anyway, this is a song called Second Best. It seemed like I've had a string where the next guy that the woman meets, she ends up marrying him, and uh, so. So this is how it goes. Well, baby, what else can I do?
forget the rhythm section song. And on any good Kansas City blues song, you always let the bass play, let the drummer have one. On the bass guitar, it's a dime to my As far as uh, the showcase goes, well, downloads are great. Awesome sauce. <laughs> uh, doing great. Uh, the only uh, thing is we are trying to, uh, you know, move forward here uh, slowly but surely. Um, but uh, we we are continuing uh, trying to, to uh, you know, get things going like they were. A lot of it's just, again, it's just equipment issues and, uh, saving up money to be able to, you know, put on a show without uh, being held hostage by anyone, <laughs> and you know, that's that's just the the hazards of of doing a show like this and and not having any money. Uh, if you have money, then you can, you know, just pay and do this and do that. This show doesn't make any money. It's never made any money. Uh, it's just done out of the Love for blues and love for local music, uh, especially local blues. And and the reason I do this, and again, I've, I've said this before, but I think it, it's something that just needs to be said over and over because we just need to hear it, is that uh, how do you have anything, uh, how can you promote your artists, how, how do artists become bigger if you don't take them seriously when they're first starting? Because... <laughs> Uh, they never will become anything more than just a local band if that's the way you're going to treat them. 
and uh, that's unfortunately it's what people do. Uh, they 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 take for granted what they have uh, locally, and then they all want to hear the people that are the big stars. Okay, well that's great and lovely, but once they're gone, what do you have? And I think many ways this is what the blues is is facing a crisis. I I've seen many uh, interesting debates online about it. You know, is 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 blues this or that, and and you know, and and is rock and roll ruining it? Like and it's like country. <laughs> it's weird that people bring that up, uh, but I've seen that uh, on a couple discussion forums where people say, "Well, country's been ruined by bro country." And uh, that's what's going on with blues. All these rock and rollers that are just playing blues now and calling themselves blues. And I mean, they they got their points. And uh, I, I I've said the same thing. I think. But part of the problem is is not so much that all these rock guys are invading blues or uh, trying to change the genre. The problem is, is that there's no support for for people coming up. So who's going to play it? I mean, even in this town, which is supposed to be a blues town, it's most of the blues bands have gotten in a situation where they're playing for tips. And also, from what I understand, talking to some of the younger players uh, that are not playing blues uh, because they don't like blues, but just their own music they're caught up in pay for play around here which is really even bizarre that there's clubs around that do that because as someone that's outside of that scene now and and just playing and just dive bars here and there uh you know we get paid and we get paid really good and i don't understand why we're getting paid to play a bunch of cover tunes and nobody else is getting paid you know uh, it's not like we're doing brain surgery here uh, but that's kind of the way it's evolving around here. And this is really unfortunate, and especially for blues, because blues is, it's all cover tunes. I mean, so what's the difference? I, mean, I hate to say this. I don't want to give this up. I, I always, people say, hey, can you play some blues? And I say, oh, we don't play blues. But yeah, we play, we play a lot of blues. <laughs> Matter of fact, we play so much blues that we had a replacement bass player that, that was angry or didn't like us because we were played too much blues. And, you know, nobody confuses us for a blues band, though, you know. But uh, we do get away with a lot of that, and we get paid. And so there's no reason why blues bands can't get paid. Uh, you know, and I don't know what the, the answer to this is, um, except, you know, I don't know. I know Bob Pace is pretty slick about. It. He tells me he just books it himself as a as a, a rock band, and if they they question him, you know, he'll he'll go, "Oh, that was a Stevie Ray tune, or that was Eric Clapton," and and then they go, "Oh yeah, man, I like that stuff," and then they're okay with it. <laughs> so you know, maybe that's the solution. Just don't tell people that you're playing blues. I mean, that's kind of what I've been doing the last three years, or well what the band's been doing, not me so much. But the people ask me, I, I deny I play the blues. It's sad that I have to do that, but, you know, that's the way it goes. And they all think I'm a great rock and roll player. Man, you play that Jerry Lee really good. And I hate to tell them I'm not even playing Jerry Lee. I'm really, I'm just, <laughs> I'm I'm playing just old boogie-woogie blues piano. <laughs> but, you know, I'm okay with that. <laughs> But uh, anyway, I man, I I I I wish there was a better solution to all this. And I I it's just God, guys, got got to stop playing for tips, man. Uh, <laughs> just you know, I don't know, just stop playing those places. I, <sighs> I I don't know. I I just wish there's a better solution to this, and uh, I wish I could be playing blues and be out in the open with it but it's like we make too much money doing it the other way so you know th there you go <laughs> all right hope you had a great week hope uh, that uh, you're enjoying your summer this is blues weather by the way so if there's a blues festival going on that actually has blues we're not even go down that road maybe next week we'll go down the road of blues festivals that have nothing but rock bands but hey if 
you're enjoying the summer, go out and check out those blues bands. And uh, you go someplace where they take tips, I'm going to have to say, throw in a bunch of money in that tip jar, help those guys out because it's not fair. Uh, but they're doing what they love. They need to keep it going. So you got to give them some love by giving them some money. All right, honey. And then, hey, you know what? Keep downloading. Keep sharing. Keep uh, following, man. Followers need more. Please follow us. We love you, every single one of you, and we're growing. I love that fact and uh, love all the downloads. Keep it up because that's what keeps us going. Every week we keep doing it, and we do not make any money doing this. It's all out of love, ladies and gentlemen. There's no, I'm not making money for downloads. I don't make money for uh, in, in a Patreon account. None of that. We don't ask for a single cent, and we never will. This is all about love of the music, and if you love the music, then help support us by keeping it going. Download, download, download. That's what we love to see, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we got to go. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you next week on the Iowa Blues Showcase.